Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right. What we're watching is sponsored by Got a Door and Window. Buy any window or door. Get the second to 50% off. Plus, interest-free financing for up to 18 months. Call Got a Door and Window today. One eight seven seven go guida or visit go g u i d a dot com. Well, Ray, I have told you that I am addicted to the show Winning Time on HBO, which is a recreation of the Los Angeles Lakers Showtime mm-hmm. from Jerry Buss all the way on down. And while it is getting tremendous ratings and is the buzz of the country, it is also generating a lot of controversy because. You may not know this, Ray. Yeah. It's been said it's less than 100% accurate to the facts. Um, I think I'm on the record as saying that, actually. You left it after two episodes? I, I bailed after two episodes. Yeah, and just... I'm watching it and enjoying it, even while I know I'm watching trash. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. I wanted to bring on somebody who actually could be, and I don't mean to discount you, but was there for the whole thing. Oh, right. And really authoritative. And I don't know who is better than Jack McCallum. Jack McCallum is one of the uh, preeminent basketball writers in this country. Uh, I remember from the days of Sports Illustrated, Mm -hmm. he wrote the authoritative book on the Dream Team called Dream Team, How Michael, Magic, Larry, Charles, and the Greatest Team of All Time Conquered the World and Changed the Game of Basketball Forever. Nice, snappy, short title. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. Absolutely. I read it, and he wrote one in recent years called Golden Days, which kind of connects West Coast basketball from the early Lakers all the way up uh, including to and including the recent Golden State Warriors team, Ray, and he wrote a book on Jerry West. Mm-hmm. Ray, I would like to, Your Honor, present Jack McCallum as an expert witness, if I may. Absolutely, Jack. Thank you so much for being our guest today. My pleasure. Your uh, faithful Hollywood correspondent. There you go. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I, I left this out. You and Ray used to work together way back in the day. Is that right? In your youths, well, I only I passed through the. I used to look at Ray in awe from the press box. I was more of a Lehigh Valley guy. Then when I went to the Bulletin for a cup of, almost a literal cup of coffee, uh, Ray was gone, right? Ray, 1980, uh, you were not there? Correct. I had, uh, that, was the su- that was the summer that I left the Bulletin and went to the Daily News, just about the time that you were arriving. All right. Yeah, but Ray, I remember him in the press box one night, and he knows I'm going to say this, but writing the immortal line after a Phillies brawl, Kevin, apocalypse now, so Shay. And that's just, <laughs> that, I don't, that put wow. me on the floor. I don't know what it was. There you go. Maybe you had to be there, but it was just such, such the perfect <laughs> encapsulization of uh, – the the lefty who was more than willing to 
to engage, let's say. All right. So, Jack McCallum, uh, by the way, on Twitter, at McCallum12. Um, you know what's going on with this series. Uh, there was a lot of blowback to it recently. Jerry West sent a letter to HBO and producer Adam McKay demanding retraction and apology for the network. Lawsuit. Um, so I just l- let us start there because I think that's the character that's generated the most controversy. You wrote the book on Jerry West. Is he being portrayed unfairly? Yeah, of course. I th- I think there's so much complication here, but I th- here's the thing with, with West, and that is the things that they are portraying, which is a volcanic temper, a refusal, you know, anxieties, uh, a kind of darkness of the soul, a lot of things like that. Those things are accurate, and I've talked to Jeff Perlman, author of the book, about this, but that doesn't mean the way that Jerry manifests, the way that it's being manifested in the show, which are these throwing a trophy through the window, walking off the golf course, treating everyone basically insultingly, that is not how Jerry manifested these things within him that he had to battle. I mean, he has his own book about it, uh, which he was very honest, talking about depression and the way he grew up and his darkness. Jerry internalized things. Jerry's problem was he didn't kind of let them out. And the whole idea of him being this always ready to explode guy is just not uh, accurate. And if people have accurately said the defenders of the show, and I get it, yeah, it's not a documentary, and we can talk about why it isn't, but still it raises the question of are you obligated when you have the title of a book real people who are still alive, who have their own legacies, are you somewhat compelled to have it closer to the truth? And it's somewhat of an unanswerable question, but that's what's being raised by the series. Yeah, I I agree with you, Jack. And I think that um, what surprised me and frankly kind of disappointed me was I read Jeff Perlman's book, and, and I thought the Jeff Perlman book was to my experience, I didn't. I wasn't around that team nearly as much as you, or um, have the access that you did. But enough that I felt like I had a sense of who they were, and I thought that Jeff's book captured it pretty well. And I kind of expected that to be reflected in the TV series, and it's not at all. I mean, they've take they've taken it. They've taken what I thought was a pretty good, pretty factual book and turned it basically into a TV show. Yeah. Well, you know. What happens with the books? You somebody options the book in Hollywood. That means they they buy the book from the author. It's not an it's a great investment for a movie company or a company making a series or whatever because it gives them a basis of factual material that they can research. And it's not with a, without a huge amount of money for the author. Any author, including me, willingly gives it up because what the hell? It's Hollywood. You know? And it's money we didn't have. Mm-hmm. So that is exactly what you said what happened with Jeff. Hollywood is not compelled to write what is exactly on the page. They could make a, a show about blueberry preserves, you know, magic cooking blueberry preserves, and they wouldn't be breaking any laws. As I said, the question is, when you do that, um, are you, uh, you know, sort of because the people are not fictitious, and because they still exist, and as I said, have their own really big legacies, uh, should you pay a little more adherence 
to what the uh, to what the book was, because, to what the facts were. So, because as you said, Jeff's book was really Jeff's a great. You know, I worked with him in full disclosure. He's a friend. Worked with him at Sports Illustrated. Jeff will go after the jugular and the sensational, but Jeff is a great reporter and pretty pretty accurate over the years. So I was talking with somebody I know who's about thirty who's watching this thing, is enthralled by this show. Listen, i got to admit, it's great popcorn TV. I, I'm, I'm watching every episode and enjoying it, even as I know it's how inaccurate it is. But this person who is, you know, younger 30 said, wow, I never knew it was like that. I never <laughs> knew this with Dr. Jerry Buss was like this. I never knew that Kareem was that bad of a guy. I never knew. And so, I mean, I guess I'll ask your opinion is – because people who are not our age, who didn't live through it, are going to see this and think, well, that's fact. What damage does it do? You know, guys, this is America. We are free to do this. And uh, I think if you read enough, if those some pe- some pe- same people that are reading, uh, looking at the series and enjoying it, and by the way, this journey through Lakerland with John C. Riley. I get it. It's really interesting. John C. Riley is terrific. This is just he's my great. opinion. He's great. I mean, he, he is. is great. He's great. It's sort of like he's the engineer of this surreal train, and he's taking it through through this journey in his eyes. And he is, but he's always fantastic. I mean, when they got you, it was supposed to be Michael Shannon, by the way, who's a lot oh, darker yeah. of a character. Yeah. Yeah. He turned down the thing, and because he didn't like the breaking of the third wall when they go through and talk to the audience and he didn't he didn't like that he's a little more serious i could just see john c Riley going hell yeah we'll do that (laughs) that's not a problem so uh adam mckay's audience is not uh kareem abdul jabbar or jack mccallum or glenn and ray or kareem abdul jabbar or bob ryan who has unleashed a furious uh you know jerry mad on the upon the show that's not his audience his audience is the guy you're talking to, yeah. the thirty-year-old guy who wants to be entertained. Yep, and the fact oh, he that loves he, it. Yeah, the fact that he's going to get some wrong impressions—that's just the way it goes. And we hope what he does is he reads some of the attractions, he listens to some of the shows, he reads Kareem's great piece, and says, "No, this isn't exactly how it is." But the idea that Adam McKay and the show committed some sort of legal, uh, you know, impropriety is just not going to hold up as much as I feel for Jerry and what he's going through, because I've talked to Jerry about it, talked to his son, and there is a really, really bad feeling, you know, about what they feel the show has done to their legacy. And I hope people read enough and get enough all-encompassing knowledge to say, I'm entertained by the show. But let's not feel that this is exactly the way it was. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a. I think it's a fair representation. Did you, um, when you look back on that team, apart from the TV series, but if you look back on the reality of that team, um, there have been a lot of great teams that have come along, and there have been a lot of great. Uh, there have been a lot of dynasties in the NBA. Um, but that team had a personality. That team had a history. That team leaves a footprint that I think. I really think it's unique, Jack. I mean that 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 was that was the true marriage of, of sport and entertainment. And uh, the Lakers, and maybe it was partly the L, maybe it was partly L.A., 
maybe it was partly the the crowd that they got at courtside. Maybe it was you know the cutaways to Jack Nicholson or whatever. But I think that that team, you know, they, they'll be remembered in basketball for reasons other than just basketball. I mean, they were a true they were a true floor show every night. Oh no question, and that was that was the brainchild of Jerry Buss. Saw this. I mean, a lot of the stuff in there. We have to remember that a lot of stuff about the show is accurate, and the fact that Buss was taking this great gamble on a sport. You know, the the era they show that seventy nine eighty, as you guys know. I mean, the NBA could have gone out of business. You know, mm-hmm. and Jerry Buss created this kind of other thing to the point, to your point of what they did. That they are almost, I'm going to use the word almost, they're almost overlooked as a basketball team. They won five series in the, uh, five championships in the decade of the 80s against the Bird Celtics, the Irving 76ers, the, the uh, Isaiah Thomas Pistons, the Dominique Wilkins Hawks. They were so good. And when I look back on a team that had an amazing, efficient offense, here's a team that was known for fast-breaking and, you know, sort of upping the energy of the game. But then they had the best half-court option in the history of the game, which is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They shot near 50%. They were really, really an efficient, great basketball team along with their show. So what they achieved, as you said, was really unlike anything any other team did during that era, and they deserve a lot of credit for a lot of credit or what the modern NBA came out of those dark days of the 70s. Jack McCallum is our guest. If you haven't read his books, you should read any and all of them. Start with the Dream Team book. Uh, listen, while we have you, and I know you're you're not uh, in this realm right now, but we were very surprised the other night to learn Jay Wright retired, 60 years old, great coach at Villanova, won the two national championships. I'll, uh, you're, a, you're a hoops guy. What's the Jay Wright legacy? Well, I mean, I was... I was shocked too, particularly since my my closest uh, friend, probably I, I can have friends in the college basketball business that I didn't cover all the time, is is Jim Beheim's one of them, and Jim is apparently going to be there when he's 107. <laughs> so for, for, Jay, for Jay to exit when he still has really great teams, uh, people have said it uh, better than I have. Dane O'Neill wrote a great. Uh, piece about it, people that have been close. And because there's so many great Philly reporters down there, you know, Hoops and Dick Girardi and Dana and everybody down there, I couldn't say it any better. But uh, what he did was, I think, bring a kind of, uh, what's, what's the word, a, a, a kind of honesty to the game that I think you didn't have to be a corporate basketball power like Duke has become. Hey, and I love Mike Krzyzewski, but, you know, you don't have to have that corporate thing attached to it, Kentucky, uh, you know, those kind of teams, that you can do it out there on the main line. You can do it with some sort of uh, naturalness and niceness, and that's always what the Jay – I didn't know Jay very well, but I did know him, and uh, he was just a terrific person, and it's a gigantic – it's a, it's you know it's funny he went out the same year as Mike as Shashevsky, but Jay's loss. I mean maybe it's because I'm near Philly, but uh, wow, that is really really a giant loss. I agree. Yeah, it really is. And uh, you know, Glenn and I were talking about it in the first hour, and um, you know we've seen 
we've seen these press conferences before. We've seen guys step away, step step aside, retire. Players, coaches. We've seen we've seen this before. Um, but Jay's, I thought, had, and I think this is this just kind of reflects his personality. Jay's just had a an authenticity, a, a, a kind of a, a, a genuineness to it that you know sometimes guys have these press conferences and you almost feel like they're reading from a script. You almost feel like you know the the, the sports information director or somebody helped them craft it. Uh, and with Jay, totally consistent with his personality. I mean, he just got up there and just and just spoke from the heart. And it um, and it was really, you know, if, whether you were a Villanova fan or not, I mean, you had to admire what this guy accomplished. And the grace, the grace that uh, that with which he leaves is really kind of unique in this era of sports, Jack. I just thought that, you know, if you look at the twenty-one years, the record, the wins, they all speak for themselves. But I think just just the way he carried himself for those twenty-one years is that people are going to remember that as much as the two championships. Well, I, grace was actually the word I was. <laughs> searching for it, didn't come up with it. But I, I'll tell you my number one, uh, my number one Jay moment, and I always remember this, and that was we were all watching together, my college friends get together to watch the final final game, whether we give a crap about the teams or not. The year they hit the shot to beat, uh, to beat North Carolina, and right after the shot went in, Jay, incredible, incredible game. Jay gets up and just breathes. A, you take a look at it sometimes. Just breathes like the sigh of relief goes. Like he doesn't put his arms up. And I remember one of my friends went, how is he not jumping up and down? I said, I guarantee you what he's thinking of. How uh, painful this is for Carolina. You know, mm-hmm. that this game came down to this jump shot, which you make, you know, one, you know, you make it, two out of five times in practice. You make it one out of 20 times with the NCAA game on the line. And the, the little margin of uh, victory. And I just thought, really, it would, maybe I'm reading too much into it. I never asked Jay that question. But to me, it was this moment, of course, of relief. But it was sort of empathy, like, you know, we're a little fortunate to have won that game. And I'm not going to explode into this... Uh, you know, display that I outcoached, yep. uh, you know, Roy Williams. I got the last shot. My guy made it in 2022. It could be different. Uh, Jack McCallum, it is a pleasure. You can follow Jack on Twitter at uh, McCallum12, if I recall correctly. I don't have it up right now. Um, and he uh, puts up compelling stuff. And as I said, read his books. They're great. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.